welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring Ramon Foster. What's we going have to on, do man? That every time we have to do it every time. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I got my name on the show. I'll take it. Okay, I'll take. That's it. right. That's how it goes. Look at it this way: it's not the Matt Canada show. <laughs> it's not today. It could be a lot of people's shows right now, and I swear it will just go off without a glitch, man. Goodness, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what: Matt Canada's show would be would be well attended. It really would. <laughs> so would the, so the comment sections and everything else. No, the comment sections have already been the show. Trust me, I've seen you guys. Yeah, they're all over it. And you know what? Yeah. I mean, it's impossible to blame them. Uh, Mike Tomlin in his press conference yesterday, wow, whether he was responding two days late to my question that I asked him in Orchard Park or not, I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> I asked him up there if he was going to consider making moves, you know, changing yeah. some things. And he said, yes. Yeah. Of course, was actually part of his response. Well, two days later, all that ended up happening was, and I have to say it just to be official, DeMarvin yeah. Leal was moved above Isaiah Loudermilk on the depth chart, which is impressive considering DeMarvin was playing yeah. and Loudermilk still hasn't gotten a hat. So that was it. That, that was your move. What do you think of the big moves the Steelers have made since losing to the Bills, Moan? The fact that he's that open about doing it, DK, probably means there's more behind him. I want to give him that much by saying officially that's it. Nah, that's not what we're looking for, man. Um, there, there's a lot that's, that's legitimately going into this. You got, you got, you know, a, a bunch of people. Throwing rocks right now, and nobody's used to this. We spoke about this the other day, DK. This is just a weird space for a lot of people. And I think with you, when you look at the uh, the talent that's around them, and, and, and I think the biggest issue, though, DK, from this fan base, and, and this is it. I, I, I've been thinking about this, and I've been spewing it just like, golly, what is it? I think a lot of people just upset with the personnel of the coaches that are in. You know, I, I, I think I know. it's more of that, <laughs> DK. Well, what are we actually doing? And and I'll be real with you. I think namely just the offensive coordinator, okay? And I think it's a little bit personnel of the players a little bit too. Like, okay, why haven't we explored more mature, talented corners, right? You love Mika, and then you're in a bind about what you're going to do with the other safety, so you signed Terrell, and Terrell was inactive the last game. So you look at that situation, and then you say to yourself, well, <laughs> at least from a public knowledge perspective, like people weren't super excited about the Chooks signing. And then you have a young rookie left tackle. So it's personnel and it's coaches that I think a lot of people just ticked off about when it comes down to Mike Tomlin and his management of this team, because that's what a head coach is also, right? As a people manager. Right now, people want to see accountability. And regardless yeah. of where that position is on the field, which coach that is off the field, uh, Tomlin's response to it yesterday was, I'm open to it and I remain open to it. And that actually is a reference back to the, the question that I asked in Orchard Park, but I don't intend to change for the sake of change or to shoot a hostage, if you will. If changes produce better outcomes or seemingly produce better outcomes or we feel like it puts us in a position to produce better outcomes, then I'm open to it, certainly. Uh, okay, so what was done? We don't know, Moan. Here's the thing. This is the question that I want to ask you. You now can say this because you're not there anymore, but whenever 
somebody was a coach or a positional coach, isn't there a way for the head coach to kind of change who's making the calls without telling any of us? Well, yeah, I feel like we got a little bit of that uh, with, with with Dick LeBeau a little bit on the defensive side of stuff. I feel like we got a little bit of that with Coach Keith, Keith Butler also. Offensively, uh, we've seen this come into play, just being real with you, with Ben running no huddle, right? You you remember that. And it'd be times we as players be like, shh, <laughs> you're saying too much. You're, you're talking too loud about what the obvious take is, man. But this is the issue, though. You, you're not in a position to where the biggest detriment is. It's offensively, right? Like defensively. Absolutely. You say the, the biggest detriment. But you don't, you're not in a position. What's to, hurting to the defense is injuries, and and that's not it, an excuse. Yeah. It's just a fact. It's just that's just what it is. You can say, well, Devin's not doing this, or you got corners not playing in these spots. Oh, okay. The biggest detriment though is you don't have anybody to put a band aid over your biggest issue, and that is the offense. Kenny's not in a position to call no huddle like that. It'd be times we have a script, okay? Like we'd have a script, man, and. It would be about three plays. Most times it's like 15, right? It'd be about three plays and then it'd be Ben. <laughs> and maybe there's a little bit of an exaggeration so, in it. Okay. So that, that thing on his wrist was just three letters. It just said no, Ben. No, it was like the, the <laughs> night before games, we get our call sheet and stuff like that. And it yeah. would be uh, check with me. It's, it's pretty much how it would go down. But when you have a guy that's been as good as Ben, when you have a guy that know the offense, and let's be real with you, okay? From Bruce Arians to Ty Haley to, to Coach uh, 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 Randy, Absolutely nothing really changed, okay? Because why would you change Ben in the offense that he's really thrived in? You tweak some things around it. You make the protections a little bit more sure. You get the ball out quicker. But just in general, it was Ben's offense, which is why it was okay with throw your paper to the sideline. Seven, you got it. Can they do that with this guy? No, 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 no. You don't have the player. What can they do? Why why don't they take – this is the most frustrating thing of it all because all you can do is hope that he changes his philosophies. Okay, you hope and this have is the any philosophies. Okay, mom. but this is the other part though. You can't have balls hitting guys in the hands. Okay, I know, I know. It. It's a combination DK, of things. That's legit. Do you really expect Coach Tomlin, Mister Rooney, anybody in charge, Omar, to say we're about to fire you, Matt Canada, right now? Or do you expect them to let Kenny grow? Let Kenny make his plays, protect him as much as you possibly can, and finish this thing out throughout the season. Who else is on that roster is going to call plays? I don't think it's a matter of who's so on the I'm roster. A, I'm going to be here, real. Why not just have, just as an example here, okay? Because one thing, let's just, I'm going to take a micro here. Okay. Let's talk route trees. Everyone okay. and their uncle looks at the Steelers offense right now and says their route trees are trash, okay? Why not just say, hey, listen. Matt Canada, for this offensive meeting, how about you just go sit in the back while the grown-ups figure out some stuff here for route trees? And you call the route trees that we design. How about that? It ain't that simple. I know. It ain't that simple, DK. And it is uh, beyond frustrating because everybody know what the answers are, but nobody can ask the subs- can can actually substitute it in right now. DK, that's what sucks about it. And the chatter is all it's going to do is just get louder. It it is, and then he makes an issue out of the chatter too, like as if as if somehow we're the ones that went out there and lost thirty eight to three. 
Uh, when we come back on the Ramon Foster show, <laughs> more more wacky hijinks. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster show. Today uh, will represent the first day that the Steelers are out in practice. We'll have full access as reporters to the locker room and everything else. We'll hear from a bunch of guys. Uh, Deontay Johnson came out to his credit on Monday when not a lot of players do make themselves available the day after a game and had a lot to say. And mm. it was a lot. And some of it was even getting into who are the real fans and so forth. And what I want to ask you, Moan, is not, it's not even about Deontay, okay? Because I know you like him. I know yeah. you respect him and everything else. And, I, and I've never had an issue with him myself. But do you ever say to somebody, dude, you just played two really rotten games. Yeah. How about how about not today? How about not today? Have you yeah. ever have you ever have you ever done that? Have you ever had to do that? Uh no, not really because that, that those guys usually fall on that sword and I look at this as a a measure of just being irritated, sucking at football right now, having a losing record. I, I look at it at that. And you know what? I like I'm not excusing it, but I don't mind it. It's natural to push blame off on somebody else. Is it okay? No. Do you ever go at the fans? Absolutely not. Because it's never really any good payoff. And the thing is, as soon as you turn that page and you start winning three in a row, everything changes. Those thoughts, man, I wish I would have never said those types of things. But I don't blame them, DK. Like it's and and, and this is the thing too. Can I say this about Deontay? I more or less think his, uh, what do you want to call it? His brash, his boastfulness, his pushback to the media, to the fans, to everybody. It's probably more inner than it is outside. That makes I almost sense. feel like mm-hmm. he's in a position like, what, 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 what the what the hell y'all want me to do? You know, I, and I honestly feel like he's probably in a position because we've been hearing it. I've seen more air quotation marks insiders that's potentially been talking to players or who have had side quotes from anonymous sources inside the Steelers building that's really been kind of saying, look, these guys are just kind of fed up with where they are. Namely, offensive guys are fed up with Matt Canada. And as a player, what are you supposed to do in this situation? Like, again, his play hadn't been great, right? It hadn't. But he's probably looking at it like, well, this ain't the routes that I really want to be running. Right. Right. And he's, <laughs> my, one of my first thoughts was between the locker room in Orchard Park and then that session on Monday, I was actually, to be honest with you, a little bit encouraged to see some guys getting feisty. The yeah. worst thing that can happen in a one and four situation is for everyone to go, oh, well. Oh, well. That's it. We're yeah. all good. Uh, how many more games? Let me look at my watch here. Okay, Boy. yeah, oh, there's 12 more games. All right, well, let's just ride these out. That's not what happened. So if they take that out on people like me holding microphones and cameras, or if they take it out on the fans or whatever it is, hey, who cares? And, you, know? and you, you know what got me to that question? I mean, to that hmm. answer about Deontay? Because his answers weren't necessarily just like a, a visceral. It was just like, look, I'm tired like how y'all are. Like when he was asked a question about Ryan Clark saying something, he just simply said, hey, tell him come out here and come play then. And it was that as a player pretty much says, you know what it's like. I know you're not going to come play, but let me tell you this. This you ain't the way it like. was 
yeah. when you are here. Yeah, you know, you know, what what? Uh, you know but you, but also that he knows what it's like. Yeah. Okay. He yeah. wasn't. He was in London, and and yeah. there's just like you know, it's it's not a great place to be. No, and I'm not excusing Deontay. I I just know as players, sometimes you find that that mindset of well, if you only knew what I was dealing with. And I've been there before, too, with a coach, and he lasted just one year. I've been there with guys. I'm just like, man, he ain't hitting. I'll be glad we find somebody else. Like, I've been there where it's just situationally, I'll be glad when we get out of this funk. And while you in it, there's absolutely nothing you can friggin' do about it. Like, so I, I, I get it. Is it the best thing to say? No. <laughs> but you know athletes, though, DK, you know it. That wasn't a, 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 a quit. Oh, I'm just ready to get to uh, Cabo in the offseason. That was a this sucks. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much where he is at the moment, too, because he also fits that that category. I mean, he just does. He, he's been terrible he's, yeah. for, for what he's supposed to be to have yeah. two catches one week and then to come back and have five catches on 13 targets, a couple big drops. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, uh-huh. that's one of those ones when Bert Loudon, the media relations coordinator, comes up and says, hey, are you free to, to meet with the media on Monday? He just goes, now, why don't you get somebody who, who's playing, you know, well yeah, right now better. or has some accountability? Yeah. Why don't we do that instead? When we come back, the only segment that matters. Uh, hey, Moan. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. Time for the only segment that matters, the Hey Moan segment. And that's always brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where their three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for craveability. Moan, they call it craveability. Order now at the Get-Go Cafe and Market. Better believe it. Our our, uh, Hey Moan comes from Chris, who says... Hey, Moan, given the horrific performance all around and Coach Tomlin saying after the game that there'd be accountability, is there any hope for this season to actually turn around or is it just a season where the players need to grind, learn, and grow? Oh. Uh Uh-huh. I think it's necessary for both. Both can happen. Okay. Uh it's, it's not end-all, be-all when it comes down to a football season. Y'all know like I know. The worst thing about football is you got to wait a week to actually see <laughs> something new. You know, like I've always mm-hmm. kind of said, that's why it's so emotional. Because you put all your stock into Sunday, right? And then you got to wait Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday again. And then it's right back to the emotional roller coaster. Both can happen. And both, honestly, I think need to happen. One, the winning has to kind of turn around a little bit. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. You know, that's all I've been trying to do while while doing this podcast. I don't know when it's going to flip. This schedule isn't favorable at all when it comes down to Pittsburgh. Like, it's it's just not, okay? The wrong road games. You got murder. the wrong division that you're playing. It's murder. Yeah, it is. What is it? The AFC East you got this year. Uh, you've already lost to a weak uh, uh, New England team. You, you got Miami. Hopefully, you get them at a really good time. You got Tom Brady. Like, it's just not a good time do you need some wins yes you do where they will come from (laughs) my guess not being in that locker room is just as good as yours like i'm on the fan side of saying to myself as a former player look this is a rough skid and and, and there were some times and some years we'd say look we got six games we got to get through we get 
four of these six. We split these six or we get all the ones at home, man, that's a win because that's just a game. Some days you're just not going to be at your best. It's going to be something stupid happen, like you going to Oakland and losing a game when you're the, clearly the better team. Like right. that stuff right. Perfect. happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but do these players kind of figure out, you know, th- that it's kind of grimy in the NFL, that it's hard to win in the NFL, that look, uh, there's nobody with a cape on is going to come out of the locker room by the name of Ben that's going to help you out. There's no 2015 uh, like like uh, offense that you have on this team right now. Yeah, you kind of got to go through that because you appreciate it. Camp next year will be a whole lot different. There won't be many days off, I'm sure. There'll be a whole lot of grinding. Maybe Coach T will take you know care of the guys' bodies a little bit differently because you got to have certain things out of camp. The structure has to be a little bit different. His voice may get a little bit louder. The, the, the directness of how he deals with this team will be a little bit different because of this skid and just saying, hey, we got to grind it out. It's no better reality than kind of say we're not as good as we once were. All I know is I'm just glad that DeMarvin Leal was elevated <laughs> over Isaiah Loudermilk on the depth chart because I wouldn't have been able to figure out otherwise that DeMarvin is contributing more to the team since he's played in every game and gotten better every game and Loudermilk still hasn't gotten a helmet. That's, oh. I mean, you know, yeah, maybe there's stuff like you said. Maybe there's stuff going on behind the scenes. Not maybe. There's definitely stuff going on. It, it has to be. And the coach T is never, ever really just giving that type of stuff up. We as no. players kind of knew that. Uh, again, I mentioned earlier, like we knew when Ben was, look, <laughs> get through these first, the first series. And after that is check with me and Ben, you know, like we knew those types of things. We knew what it also meant. Also, we can tell when there was a fracture, whether it was a players, you know, like AB situation or whether Martavis like, God, dog, we got to go through this. Or whether it was like E, like, well, we'll be fine with Emmanuel Sanders. Like, we'll be fine if E's not going to sign the deal. Like we knew and heard all of those types of things. And you just move and you adjust from them inside the building because there's nobody else out there throwing their bodies on the line. You know what I'm saying? As far as the players go. Um, I respect where they're coming from. Um, I also understand on the fan side now, look, this is hard living, DK. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, Complaints and justifiably so all around here. Let's do it again tomorrow, Moan. Absolutely. Better. (laughs) Better attitude. Let me me not get down. Get up, Moan. Let's go. A special all-upbeat episode of the Ramon Foster Show coming tomorrow.